This is the Perspective Podcast, a podcast where we talk about trending and topical issues from around the world. My name is Emmanuel and I'm here with Josh. Josh. Hello, Emmanuel. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing very well on this bright day. Alright, so today on the podcast, we have a topic that we'd like to talk about this week. And that is about health tech. Basically, health technology, like infusing technology into healthcare. So that is the focus for this week's podcast. You know, um, technology has impacted the world in so many different ways. You know, it has improved the way we live. I mean, looking at how we are even recording this podcast, for example, is a, is a pure uh, um, kudos to you know development and advancements in in technology to be able to even make this recording. And so we're looking at how technology even has even improved healthcare. Like to the point where healthcare seems like it's at the best place that's ever been before. Now we have better methods of doing things, like easier methods of doing things. You know, when, when you look at it holistically, like even t- talking about patient records, for example, you know, technology has helped us to like, you know, get the grabs on that. Now you don't even need to have like paper records of, of people's maybe medications, of people's uh, procedures and surgery they've done in the past. You now have like electronic copies that are stored on a cloud that can be recorded at any time and that's one of the things that technology has helped you know even to improve healthcare so that's the focus for this week's um, episode so george talking about technology and health i think about ways that um, technology has helped improve healthcare outcomes yeah so and um the whole lot of them and uh, why it might be very much um, known to people in the healthcare industry themselves, talking about healthcare workers or people who have visited the healthcare industry for one procedure or the other. Uh, I think more recently it has come to the limelight how technology has actually influenced healthcare and impacted the outcomes, generally speaking. I mean, let's track back a little bit, thanks to, not thanks, but some kudos to COVID and 2020 because that was when most people actually saw the usefulness of health, of technology in healthcare, right? Telemedicine. Telemedicine was a major aspect of healthcare in 2020 and subsequently because right now, you know, some of those practices has not been dropped down. It's still there, right? Yeah. So, but prior to that, we've had some groundbreaking discovery thanks to technology. Let's talk about the sequencing of the human genome that was completed recently. You know, it started back in the days, Obama days, right? Yeah. When Obama selected Francis Collins, my guy, <laughs> you know, to actually add the sequencing. And thanks to that, I mean, that would not have been possible, um, if not because, that would not have, not have been conceived even, if not because of the fact that we have tools, technological tools that can be used to do the sequencing, right? Yeah. And even the discovery of the shape of DNA, for example, right? That was like the focal points for any other thing. That any other thing, about. essentially. I mean, you know, it talks about the structures and all. Even talk about PCR, you know, that's another thing. Yeah, polymerase chain reaction. Yes, that's thanks to technology too. All right. So, but I think this one, those ones are even more scientific, more in the in the in the la- more laboratory in in a sense, right? Yeah. But. Let's talk about uh, right now. What are the major impact, and what would be data, big data, integrated data? All right, because with the advance of things like uh, electronic medical record, now we th- there's less paperwork that needs to be done. Uh, data is just everywhere. 
that that's just it yeah. right your data is everywhere and you don't have to keep telling people your medical records when they can easily retrieve it from the place that it has been stored before in the past and that is it even your your smartphones your smartwatch are all connected yeah. all right and then they can pick your data it can be transmitted uh, electronically uh, electronically to your your database and then it can be updated as the case goes on you understand stuff like that right and this is a major impact that it has helped uh it has really had in the in the healthcare industry but in the within the field among the healthcare workers and even in relation to the patient which the the industry is really really like uh, focused on and beyond even taking care of patients this data can also help with you know diagnosis and even give insight to more things you know when once, once you have more data you have more insight you can make more inferences can, can make better prediction more accurate predictions and this is things we have right now talk about the likes of machine learning artificial intelligence i mean it is the data that we've we are accumulating right now through tools like uh, edr you know electronic medical record and all the rest you know these are things that are helping us giving us more confidence in, in confidence in the fact that in the nearest one or two months or few years uh we have better diagnosis better uh, what's it called um interventions for that are very targeted you understand i mean yeah. talk about the human genome sequencing now it means that we're going to be having targeted um uh, targeted therapies but i mean that is something uh, that is it's an uh, is the possibility due to the current impacts that technology is currently having on the healthcare so let's talk about um uh, even automated pr- processes right now you know even mixed reality talking about uh, augmented reality yeah. right now in in treatment of patient in uh in consultation yeah you know that's an aspect of telemedicine in itself you get that kind of a thing yeah. and these are things thanks to technologies that uh, has happened so it cut across many things cut across communication cut across uh, even testing and diagnosis you know so we want to talk about we do we do logical testing now that's another big field entirely that real technical changes are happening on a daily basis you know right before we had this conversation we spoke about the fact that MRI was just invented about 40 years ago and that is very very recent you know that stuff like that profound addition a very very profound addition so yeah and many more so those are the major impacts that technology has because so far what we have is that we have improved healthcare yeah. i mean most of the modern tasks does not have to be done by humans again humans can focus more on the we have a lot of problem in the healthcare industry right and advance of technology has really reshaped our focus as per healthcare workers now to focus more let's say on the disease condition where the modern tasks can be done by ai or any other technological uh, what's the called now invention for instance medical record now yeah. it's it's electronic you don't have to have a whole even for file. a file somewhere that is eating up some space when you can just have it stored in cloud you understand stuff like that and you can ha- store them endlessly do you get yeah yeah th- that's what even, some of this things. i think the, the first day i saw you know it's fake now how normally for you to like oh pressure. yeah to, like pump pump all now this they are, like, these monitors that have this stuff that you just put it on your hand and then it's just yeah i mean i don't know if you work in the intensive care unit before and that is where you will see how tedious using the manual speak can be yeah. because you have to be monitoring let's say uh 
patients in the inter- that need intensive care, let's say every 15 minutes, as the case may be. I mean, that means you have to be doing that every single time. Now, suppose, now imagine if you have, uh, if you have multiple patients in your intensive care unit. That is very tedious, right? Yeah, multiplied by the number of patients, the number of times. You get so now with the advent of these monitors you just mentioned. Now they are there; they are doing the job. You can just sit right there and observe, like you can observe multiple patients simultaneously. Beyond that, they can notify you when there is a problem. problem. Yeah, those are huge stuff. It it, it makes a sound. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's profound. Very, very (laughs) profound, actually. I, just as we and the impact are actually in this to be honest yeah like if you if that like i even, I even thought about um even surgeries now, now you have like people trying to like um include robotics in yeah. surgery robotics, where like like right. very complex surgeries where the human hands can't really reach that they can't really, like introduce like robots like tiny robots that can probably go into probably the bloodstream yeah for example and then fix the lumen or anything that's like broken yeah and, and that's like i mean crazy. i mean i mean i mean even talking about other 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 inventions like let's say cryo surgery yeah for instance i mean these are these are due to you know these are technological inventions that is just increasing the accuracy of what is being done yeah you know by by humans themselves so it's augmenting what is there and you know the the thing humans just have to cater more about are the brain works behind all of these things and with technology they can do some of those peripheral even more very more uh specific stuff like you rightly mentioned like let's say you want to eat a particular vein somewhere yeah. and the human can't get yeah, there yeah. or you can't vis- let's talk about visualization that, that's exactly a big part too. that's another huge part right let's talk about some therapies hormonal therapies let's talk about artificial uh organ transplant 3D organ printing. That's, it, <laughs> That's really crazy. You know, this are crazy stuff. Let's talk about uh, IVF, for instance. Yeah. That is another huge part. I mean, you're giving hope to people. That probably would not have been able to have children in the first right so that's it like it's 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 huge like it's, it's huge wild, it's yeah. so wide i mean some are like within the domain of the procedures some are like in relation to the patient yeah, some are like relation to like equipment equipment and stuff, and stuff. so and it's huge it is grown big like look at vaccines you know yeah. sequencing that's technology I mean. that's technology <laughs> yeah actually it is technology <laughs> so yeah a whole lot of them Right, so that that is a lot. So let's look at the um, current trends in um, in health tech, like around the world. Now we talked about the impact that technology has had. Like we looked at it like holistically yeah. from the past to now. Yeah. So let's look at like current healthcare trends. Like what are the current healthcare trends like globally? Okay, so I think I will start with um, uh, mixed reality. Okay. Which is a very uh, which is a very touching point when it comes to therapy. And even consultation. Yeah, I think when you mention mixed reality, it reminds me of metaverse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. So you talk about virtual reality and augmented reality. Let me yeah. start with augmented reality because with augmented reality, people's function can be improved. Let's say hearing aids. Let's say visual aids. Yeah. These are like augmented stuff, right? And uh, it's making life better. You get that kind of a thing, yeah. all right? Um, even some, some, some. Uh, even let's talk about even let's say consultation now, telemedicine. Virtual reality is a is a good entry point for like telemedicine because you can easily consult with your doctor or your nurse your or your care practitioner. 
using virtual reality, even using the existing let's say video call conversation, you know, yeah. all this stuff like that. Let's talk about um uh, yeah, so that is a major trend right now. Alright? Another one will be genomics, thanks to the sequencing of the human genome. Alright, so right now what we are seeing um more specific uh, more specific therapies targeted therapies you understand due to thanks to genome sequencing because with let's say tools like PCR and all of those things now you can literally get the the gene sequence all right and you can make specific stuff that is targeted to that to that specific things to get a particular result that you kind of desire right yeah. and that's another each trend I, I would say maybe that is still uh it's still very much new i mean another thing that is still very much new and is still really expanding will be ai machine learning all right like artificial intelligence in medicine because you know that's like a concern like we ai take away take away the roles <laughs> of doctors <laughs> which is another conversation i don't think so because you know at the art of medicine in its in its uh, in spite of its technicality is is the human emotion yeah. that human is connection that yeah is needed. like empathy is right there sitting and that is probably something that tech is not going to give us and there's one weird thing that i even found out that patients i mean doctors who treated their patients well yeah ended up being sued less by their patients <laughs> than doctors who treated their patients shabbily like they focused on like providing healthcare but the the human connection but even really doctors that to. did not really provide like the the perfect like healthcare but if they were able to like connect with the patient right. they got sued less <laughs> than doctors that actually knew what they were doing but like provided. yeah i mean that's, like, empathy, empathy is actually a huge part you're dealing with humans here yeah that's that's the greatest part of it so yeah ai is there at least ai is able to like some of this augmented reality to works on ai like stuff like blood pressure you know noting when it's low and when it's high for instance yeah. artificial intelligence in some sense yeah. your smart watch you know <laughs> your phone can count your footsteps it's crazy right yeah. all right so yeah those are some of those things another huge huge part is data big data although there are privacy concerns which we might still talk about but data is life right so with data now we have better insight to disease conditions right and that is another trend right here because with big data it means that you can feed in your artificial intelligence your machine basically with more data so that it's going to you know the scope scope of reasoning and prediction is wider and it's more accurate so yeah that is another 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 trend and another thing is remote patient monitoring so oftentimes now patients spend less time on the hospital bed all right because it can be monitored remotely in their house when they get the, the proper health care they, they, they need essentially yeah. all right so with the proper health care they can be monitored remotely thanks to stuff like mixed reality too you know telemedicine and the like so that's another major 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 trend uh yeah i've already mentioned the remote out and there, and there was the called telemedicine so yeah that's a big part i mean that people really switch to that from 2020 and up to now that is still the trend in many hospitals because that way you are minimizing the number of patients on the hospital environment yeah. some don't need to meet you in person they call 
is we serve it right yeah. so people just need to like so state their problems and yeah. then they're doing oh this is the drug you need to take essentially so this is the thing you need to do you need to stay off this right stay off that. right so, yeah i mean i'm currently with the team and we are developing an app that is aimed at uh the app is actually out in its beta phase so we're currently testing and what we are doing is to connect patients with doctors all over the world all over the world all over the world That's so wild. yeah because we've seen that everybody is jackpying from nigeria right now but <laughs> some of them still want to consult with uh with people in nigeria besides you're a medical person yourself you probably have friends family that are calling you and say do you know a doctor that i can call and consult with right but people call me i'm like do you know a doctor i can talk to all right so that's the goal the goal is to make sure people can go through the app look for doctors in any in any field try to book an appointment with them you know at an affordable rate i mean that is we're trying to also aim it's actually aimed at providing affordable health care anyways but the the thing with that is that we are just tapping into the trend that people can actually get remote health care access right that is the goal right now yeah, yeah. we know that entire health care can turn to a remote workplace of course <laughs> but there are some mundane things that yeah. can actually be remote i want to grant it to them so it means that you can get any kind of health care you need all over the world by just making an appointment with the right person you know from the application so yeah that's another big part and that thing is simulation something called digital twins and this is really important and very useful in the area of research because these days now like less uh less pressure is put on lab rats where we can actually simulate clinical tests and actually simulate them in human like you know simulators basically right and that is another major trend right now so clinical test now you just know that you want to have something that simulates the human body and then you want to really test your intervention yeah right before actually bringing it to real human trials so yeah so that's just few of those trends in healthcare right now worldwide Manu. all right so i think that is like poof there's a lot going on right so me thinking about all these like new innovations new technologies and then something just keeps bugging me like i mean you mentioned it privacy concerns yeah let's say for example there's an health tech app where i can consult with doctor and then my information is going to be contained in the app like it's going yeah. to be stored somewhat <laughs> in the app yes like the conditions i have probably i have uh this disease condition that needs to be treated and the doctor like provides like you know so oh use this medication and then yeah. i use it and then probably oh the next time oh it's probably my child or something that's the problem mm-hmm. but then there's not like a trove of information about me on the application so what then happens to that information would the company then sell my data to collect money <laughs> right and i think that is one particular thing when it comes to the healthcare industry it's very unique because privacy people need privacy yeah all right and um that's the problem like let's say big tech companies like google facebook have because they still have our data every single time and sell it for their profit because data is money anyways so yeah privacy concern and it's not a new thing it has always been a an old thing and even more recently i was reading because i have to read a tech blogs anyways (laughs) that's my new fun home anyways (laughs) and if it's old tech that is my baby okay so yeah and it has to do with roe versus wade you know the old stuff and people really are concerned about the fact that uh my trucks and other would they send it to the government government. i mean if let's say my trucks observe that uh your period is supposed to be tomorrow but then it's not tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) so what what happened what happened 
Are they so going to notify prosecutors and like the bill I see and watch him? We never seen Bele come out. Arrester, <laughs> prosecutor. <laughs> yeah, like that's and that's very valid. Actually. That's very valid. So yeah, uh, yeah. The thing is that uh, for the most part, privacy is number one thing to actually. For you, for any healthcare intervention to be really accepted by the entire healthcare industry, it has to uphold the privacy. It doesn't matter what you stand to gain. Like the healthcare industry doesn't respect government officials really because they respect human autonomy more. You talk yeah. about that. You know, you talk about ethical principles when it comes to uh, when it comes to medicine, and one of it is confidentiality and autonomy. It can't. It, it, nothing beats that. Everybody has like uh, autonomy, right? And they, they have the right to their confidentiality, and they also need to be informed for every single thing. So, informed consent is a huge part. Yeah. All right. And, and so, for certain procedures, you have to like get an informed consent. Yes, you you're saying certain procedure, literally from all, except maybe you're in critical condition that you can't really <laughs> give. No, except you're in a position that you yeah. can't give an informed consent. consent. Or maybe you, you are a young person that can't give an informed yeah, consent. But every single thing, no matter how minute it's the it's procedure is, you have to like give informed consent because we have you have to allow us to operate on you or do us or give you a drug. But if you don't want it, it's a body and you have the right to it. So yes, privacy is something that every company usually have to like is a requirement. You have to like uphold it. And one of the ways it really works is encryption. So end-to-end encryption, all right? Encryption, rather. So for instance, the app I mentioned, it's actually end-to-end encrypted. All right. So your data is written between you and the person you're sending it and you're sending that means the company does not have any access to that data yes even if they have access to it they're encrypted it's just the way your password works so all right so decrypted yeah in fact for instance if you log in, if i create an application and i have a database that contains your user information all right and then as a password your password before it's saved and stored in my database is going to be encrypted Good. into oh. some random strings of jargons that can't be decrypted <laughs> all right so and that is the way it basically works for the most part but of course some of your data are still stored there because stored, yeah yeah and that is where the concern is that we they sell it or not yeah the the usual agreement like i also usually say is that they do not sell it however you, you I mean this is humans you're talking about you can't always trust them but then we can be in principle yes your data is pretty much secured at least as far as the healthcare industry is concerned because of the, of upholding principle like autonomy, confidentiality, and informed consent means that if it's only people that need your information that will need that will be given, they'll be get they'll get the information. Yes, yes. And you know, if I trust you, you remember that this are one of the things that was actually really mentioned or trust you. We literally did a course ethics and jurisprudence. They won't feel me, but <laughs> God passed them. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so I think I think that that's very insightful, and I think uh, hearing about like health tech, like you know, advancement development and stuff. I think one thing that I would like to like draw some lights to is probably like health tech companies in Nigeria currently. Yeah, yeah, they lot, and I think we should talk about them, Emmanuel. Alright, so yeah, so there are a lot of health tech companies that we have in Nigeria. Yep, and I think um, foremost amongst them is LifeBank. Yeah. So LifeBank basically what they do is that they help in like transporting essential medical consumables, mm-hmm. basically blood. Because we know how, how it is in Nigeria now because of like our power issues, we have storage issues as well. Like some people need blood and then they cannot just get 
the blood instantly instantly you know sometimes like for example let's say a woman is put to bed yeah and then she's losing blood and then they're asking oh they're asking the husband does are you guys the same blood group or are you like a universal donor or something and then the other is like no we are going to the blood bank to get blood blood bank has probably like just one pint and they did like maybe four or so then how are they going to get the rest of the pints so that's where life bank comes in in providing easy access to blood that is stored in like the right conditions the right um everything and then transported transported safely to wherever is needed so that's what life bank deals with wow. so another company is um Omomi. <laughs> so, yeah, Omomi. So as the name implies, like it's related to child, children. So what Omomi does is that is a mobile-based child care service. So it provides like parents with like information about you know diseases that like that that affects pediatrics as children. Wow. You know like pod, pod, like provide like consultations to like pediatricians for them. No, like that's that's just it revolves around patient I mean children child care maternal child care basically yeah maternal child care services basically so that's what a mommy does wow. uh, so the, the another one is safer mom I mean of course <laughs> <laughs> self explanatory as well well I, I think I think it, it, this is very interesting we've mentioned to maternal child now yeah and talking about maternal mortality rate in Nigeria Nigeria's it's really high. high like it's high so wow wow this is this is this is good this right is so good. safer mom provides expectant moms with timely and personalized health information using sms and pre-recorded audio i think that is very wonderful like it's personalized so like each patient is like you know focused it's not like giving generalized information about them mm-hmm. and it's using like a method that that is very accessible sms so it's a two sms not that they can respond to the sms wow. sms sometimes can be just one, one way. way you can't respond but this like one <laughs> <laughs> most networks they do that like you can't respond to the sms but this you can respond to the, the mothers can respond to the sms yeah. so they can send a message and receive a reply back so probably asking the question about oh okay i'm feeling some type of way or oh, i'm in my third trimester and this is happening and then they can give them like information about whatever thing they're supposed to do mm-hmm. and probably like information about drugs you know folic acid is a very important drug to use in doing pregnancy yeah and then and then the old thing of antinatals as well like mm-hmm. very important so this safer mom is like a way of bringing all those information that would have that is gotten in that into a form where they can easily access at any time so that's basically what uh safer safer mom mom. does so the next one is find a med <laughs> so find a med is the medical directory oh of um different healthcare facilities mm. so when you search for healthcare facilities near me to use your location to pinpoint exact locations of healthcare facilities around you be it hospitals diagnosis center so they have about five thousand like healthcare centers registered on their platform on their database oh so once you search it's going to like help you find one so that's what finding means you should give out the apis <laughs> that's probably what's going to be best actually to like make the apis like publicly available, available. so another one is can't be can't be so it's a mobile app that allows patients to interact with and seek sound advice from doctors in less than 10 minutes so it's a mobile app so you can get advice you can get consultations from medical professionals in less than 10 minutes that is great i mean it seems like 10 that, minutes that is like short it's like, magical it's like they are waiting for you <laughs> come to us <laughs> oh, more. 
so yeah so that's what campaign does so they have an app so you download the app you register login all those kind of things and then you have a question you know what do i do about my condition and stuff and then they give the answers to it yeah. so another one is drugstore they're basically drug dealers now nah, they're not drug dealers <laughs> <laughs> when i first said i was like uh, are you guys just scuba <laughs> so what they do is that they help hospitals and pharmaceutical like companies to access quality pharmaceutical products quality and authentic you know uh fake drugs like a huge problem you know like not being able to get like original products like instead of getting and getting knocked down versions of things so what drug doctor does that it connects you with certified distributors across nigeria and then, they, and then they help you to deliver so that is like is a marketplace and like logistics too as well mm. so like let's say like i'm a pharmacist and i need five bottles of ibuprofen i don't know if there's bottle of ibuprofen but let's <laughs> say <laughs> <laughs> like a packet of a like 10 cartons let me say cartons of ibuprofen for example yeah. then you want to get it from like the certified distributors in nigeria so you go on drugstore you impute that i want 10 cartons of this and they help you get it and they bring it down to your center so that's what drugstore does so another one is mobidoc mobidoc so it's a mobile health consultation platform where people can easily receive consultations from verified healthcare professionals. So mobile doctor. So self-explanatory as well. So another one is Doctora. My guy. Yeah. I know him personally. <laughs> Dr. Debo. Right, so Brilliant man. What Doctora is is that it's an online marketplace for healthcare professionals. Yep. And it provides short-term healthcare facility rentals to healthcare profession. I think this is the most interesting one I've seen of all this group. Because everybody else is like, oh, providing like information, providing like consultation. Everybody else is doing all the drugstore that like helps you like get drugs and stuff. But this is providing like short-term rentals for facilities. Yep. So let's say like I, I, I'm like an entrepreneur or like, let's say I want to establish my own clinic or diagnostic center now. And then I do not have money to like, you know, buy the entire place. The entire place. Then I can rent. And I think that is profound. I mean, I think I, I, I've spoken with him in person before. Yeah. And it's beyond what you read online. It's beyond that. Trust me. Because like, it's interesting to me. Like, even this is interesting to even me. Even the way, you know, because they also have consultations. Like, a doctor, like, go to treat patient, maybe at ah, home. Yeah, they, they do that. They offer home services. Home services. But the way he does it is so crazy. It's not that maybe you and your doctor fix your prices. No. He literally employs doctors on his platform and pays them a fixed amount of money. Ah. Then... It gets this patient to buy a voucher, like <laughs> a credit card, basically. Okay. But the way he does it is that um, it comes in like it's so it's so mind blowing because he was telling me that he, he asked himself the question that how is he going to like sustain it? How is he going to get money to like pay the doctors? Yes, yeah. You know, from and Nigeria, it's not like maybe people are that rich, rich, rich. Like we don't have money. All right. It so broke. what it does basically is that um. It looks look at it looks at the demographics and then it charge based on the demographics or what they can afford or what they can afford so that way there's the so people on the island pay like a premium really really high and then people here to pay like some so you just smash the entire money together so you buy your own credit card so you keep using it all right so it's only to just get as many more 
people to like buy more buy voucher more. Oh. all right and then he just gets doctors on ground and then he pays them so once you need them any point you need to burn your credit they are there, they they are are there. Wow. like i'm like man <laughs> that is profound right people are doing that i'm jealous all right so another <laughs> one is cardium oh. so cardium is a patient-centered health information and management app that promotes health literacy and antimicrobial resistance stewardship hmm. oh that is loud this is a mission <laughs> and this sounds like a mission of the entire company so what they do is that they provide information about antimicrobial resistance you know like that's this is a major problem the major problem country. like people abuse um, antibiotics. antibiotics a lot like people just take it like they feel like the slightest discomfort and then people are buying mm-hmm. what's an popular antibiotic uh ampiclos ampiclos people Flagid. use that shit flagging is like the worst that <laughs> <laughs> is like the most abuse people like you just feel like small discomfort and the next thing lolo flagging you go and buy flagging and use i mean so and that contributes to like antimicrobial resistance it and that is when antibiotics do not work for certain people yep and then it can even get worse to the extent that you might need like essential surgery like when you do surgery they use antibiotics yeah and then they are using different combina- combinations and then it doesn't work because your body has become resistant to it to it and that is crazy so that's what they do they provide information about you know being a steward of that see another one is mentally aware so that's basically is self-explanatory right they provide I information about mental popular, health though. yeah mentally aware like is they provide information about mental health but their money costs <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is not cheap to do that now like you know you have to like uh ensure that the people that actually provide these services are like licensed people yeah because it's not easy to provide mental health services actually it, it isn't so, <laughs> your life is not providing a mental health service that's providing a family a family <laughs> all right so those are like 10 health tech company this is not an exhaustive list yeah i mean there's this company i can't remember the name right now but what the company does is providing like home services for like diagnostic tests oh for example you want to do lab works you want to test your blood for you know for different maybe for stis for let's say covid for example you know different things like they come to your house they bring the kits they test it and then they mail you the results like after the result comes out and i think that is very brilliant too as well so those are like the l tech companies that we have those are these are the most popular ones that we have. there are others that we do not know about i think yeah. i was seeing weller health or something so there are other companies too so l tech in nigeria is in a sense field that is growing yeah so yeah absolutely absolutely and i feel like uh the nearest um one or two years we're going to see more Definitely. and even these ones that we mentioned are probably gonna grow really bigger all right maybe emmanuel also with some few people have created some more unicorn health tech products that is the goal boss <laughs> <laughs> that is the goal eventually right. and i feel that you know the thing is that prior to now i think at least in this part of the world the the fact that we can actually you know use technology to the advantage of healthcare is actually yeah. not something that is really really known like that because we feel like oh healthcare industry is this very very human you know robots can't do our work <laughs> all right but then the the interesting thing is that it can actually be very much improved yeah. if we adopt technology though the adoption is, is still actually kind of low yep. at least in further facilities now it's not maybe they're using electronic um 
going to car record by the way yeah so they are still using paperwork you still sign paper waka every everywhere in loot let's you bring your card okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you know bring your card you are base <laughs> <laughs> all right so but then i i see us moving towards that direction that in the next few years hopefully we have we vote the right person into government that we Pay attention to our healthcare industry. Why are you talking? Why are you being political? This is an health tech space. I mean, I talk about, I'm talking about federal facility. That's mm, what I'm talking why about. Why about politics? Right, because it's a federal facility. It means that the federal government has to, you know, do something for this <laughs> thing to work. All right, and these days that uh, the, I don't know, the medical, the minister of health has been spilling nonsense for the most part of his tenure anyways. So hopefully we get because private private facilities are actually doing very well in Nigeria. When I talk about private, I know the private ones I'm talking about now, not the uh, barely private ones. <laughs> <laughs> the, the top top ones, gets, top guns, the top guns. They are really doing well when it comes to. For instance, most of them use EMR these days. Nobody really use paper again, all right, due to the convenience that it brings. Okay, but then it's money too. Yeah. Uh-huh, now it's money now. I know. Uh, seamless HR now. Uh, that's anyway. Seamless is a HR company that's you know founded by a medical doctor, brilliant people. Many others like that. Anyways, so yeah, I see us going in that direction, and I I see that um that way because medical medical data in Nigeria is very low and poor, very very poor. So that might actually solve that data issue that we have in this country. What do you think? I think it's wood. You know when when you look at you know uh <laughs> when you look at other countries when it comes to like talking about like the prevalence of disease conditions they can be even if it's not like the number like it's the estimations are close to what they are actually yeah. but in nigeria like we use like estimates that are when you look at them and you just realize we that, use us estimate we use us data <laughs> in our project literally like you look at them and you're like bro what is this like even the ones that are available like like as a person that is not even in the field of epidemiology or something, you just know that this data is not accurate. Yeah. Because we don't even have the means of, you know, finding out what the accurate figure is. Mm-hmm. Because none of the data is stored anywhere. They are just sitting around hanging on files and in places, you know, that. So having a means of, you know, aggregating those data, those information, it will help us. Like, say once carry out a study now, you can easily go to a center to ask that, oh, what is the number of people that came for this particular thing and they can easily produce it because it is stored in like a database yeah so you can assess the records of the people easily and then you can feed it out to like a broader scale so that now estimate that oh this is the prevalence of this disease in this place but these are the number of people that have this so definitely it's going to improve like healthcare and i feel like any place that has like an electronic medical record it shows that the place is serious about healthcare yeah like you cannot be an unserious healthcare facility and have an electronic medical record system. It's not possible. It's not possible. So it's, it shows like that is a major sign of like development, mm-hmm. like in a way that you have an electronic medical s- system, and I feel like that that is profound. And I think you know, talking about all these healthcare companies, like let's say you were asked now, what like if you if you have like any idea you like to like see being developed yeah. into like a company or like you know something that's mm-hmm. going to be used in the healthcare space what would that be an idea well i think something that is more focused on healthcare workers themselves and their well-being at work yeah but i feel most of the attention has been focused more on patient 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 yeah but we patient still have born doctor. out of of, of healthcare workers too yeah you're not care worker yourself yeah you need rest you need chills 
Yeah. Right. I need something domino. to make your work easier. I need domino pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel I feel something that is made specifically for them. Something of sort of na- of that, that nature. nature. Yeah. Right. I think that, that a common theme from all these companies that we saw was that a lot of them focused on like consultation, like patient and the doctor, then patients and stuff. You know, like the electronic medical record system is like patient records. Like you know, when they come to the hospital. Oh, what is the value of that value of that so there's no like there, there are not a lot there are not a lot of you know um products that are made specifically for the healthcare workers and i think somebody that comes up with that is probably going to like get a mark a, a segment of the market that has, has not been looked upon before and i think that would be profound yep all right so it's wrap on this episode of the podcast health tech is a growing industry around the world and even in nigeria I give up that to you. Ciao.